morning. It's still technically morning. Good morning. And welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. So, I did not watch Disenchanted two nights ago like I was going to. I did not see the menu either. Because I had to run over. Because, here's the thing. I'm a jackass. Um, I pre-ordered Pokemon Violet. As you do. And I pre-ordered it um, at GameStop. Because GameStop has that thing where you can pay off incrementally. You pay $20 here, $20 there, da, 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 get down the line, game comes out, game is yours, you've paid it off incrementally, that way you don't have that big charge all at once of like $65 on your paycheck. Now, I do that at GameStop. Now, there's a GameStop that I can stop at to get my games on the way home from work. I, I don't have to go to, you know, the one that I ended up going to. The thing was, I made the decision to pre-order it at this GameStop that is nowhere near my house um, or my job because I was out there doing something anyway. I was at, like, Kohl's, and I was like, oh, well, while I'm here, might as well go to GameStop see what they have, and they, I, I got Beneath the Steel Sky, and I was like, all right, cool, this is awesome. Let me pre-order Pokemon Violet while I'm here, and so I pre-ordered the game. And then the day came, I'm like, fuck, man, I go all the way over there, which is like a, a, a trek and a half, to go pick up this game. So, my thought process was, this is dumb, why am I doing, why, why did I do this? So I couldn't go to the movie, so I had to get, get the game, so I can start the game, so I can through it. We'll eventually talk about the game, but I wanted to play a little bit too on, on Friday night. So last night, I was playing the game, and I was like, let me watch Disenchanted while I, while I play the game. And... I'm not the biggest fan of Enchanted, the first one. I've, I don't think I've ever seen the movie all the way through, but I think I've seen the entire movie through clips. But I don't think I've ever... I've never sat down and watched the movie the entire way through, beginning to end. I don't think that would have fixed how I feel about this movie. I don't think that would have made this movie better. Because I think my issues with this movie come from a fundamental weirdness around what the plot is, um, where if you have Amy Adams, whose character's name I'm forgetting, um, she's the protagonist, um, and she is, you know, dealing with, you know, wanting to move out of the city and move to the suburbs and, you know, do that. So, it's, it's her, it's Patrick Dempsey, and it's, um, her, her teenage daughter and her youngest daughter. Um, and they go to, they move to the suburbs, and the teenage daughter is teenager, is movie teenagering it up. Um, so, rather than address the issue, she decides to use a magic wand given to her by two people from her home, um, and uh, who are James Marsden, Who's, I really like Jade Martin and Indina Menzel is also really funny. The two of them work very well off of each other. Um, although I think the single best line in the movie comes from uh, Jayma Mays, who plays one of like the bad guys, um, like henchwomen. And she's, she's sitting there and the, the woman's looking in the magic mirror and she's like, who's the most powerful in the land? And it goes, and it shows her, um, what's it called? Uh, it shows her Amy Adams, and she goes, oh, this thing must not be working, and it's like, and the girls, 
I, I'm, yeah, you said most powerful, not prettiest, and it's like, it's, it's such a great, dumb line. I actually laughed out loud when I heard that, because it's such a great, dumb line from someone who's meant to be a dumb, like, uh, like a, a dumb hen- henchwoman. It's so funny. Um, but she gets upset that the, the daughter doesn't want to be, you know, living in this scenario, and she uses a magic wand to turn life into a fairy tale. But because she's a stepmother, she becomes the bad guy. Um, and I feel like there are a few issues that I have with this. Number one, I don't think they really grapple with her causing what happened. Like, her her, bec- like her becoming the bad guy in this way and having to renounce the wish. And I'm, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, at what point in production were people like, um... You know, we just saw Wonder Woman 1984, like, two years ago. Holy fuck, it's been two years since Wonder Woman 1984. Um, and, and, like, people really hated the wish bullshit and, and the witching nonsense. Like, are, are we sure we want to double down on that? And it's, like, it's not 2007 anymore. Um, we don't have to do this going back to the pilot thing to, to change it. Uh, whatever. Um, so, you know, you, you like... She does that and she starts becoming the bad guy, but she has to renounce her wish to, to become un-the bad guy. But then there's also this earth-ending cataclysm that comes with it that feels like it, like Love and Thunder, kind of ups the stakes needlessly. Where it's like, I don't think we necessarily need the stakes to be both worlds will be destroyed because all the magic that's being drawn is coming from our home. I don't think that's necessarily needed to make this movie work. Um, because the movie would have worked on its own if we just have the kind of character study aspect of it where she is dealing with her, you know, like, her her life being upended and and her deciding to use this, this wand to grant the wish that she will be, um, you know, made a, you know, like, basically, like, in basically bring everything to be a fairy tale for her and it, it like that aspect of it alone is is fine if we get amy adams actually grappling with that in a meaningful way um and you know th- there's a way to do this where it works but like maybe the daughter doesn't quite but like the fact that she does this and everyone's kind of just gelling with it it's like it's kind of like wandavision where it's like yeah, she's definitely the bad guy here. Like, Wanda's definitely the bad guy, because she's abducting an entire town and, and, and making people live out this fantasy, where for Wanda, it's because it's her grief, but it, for her, it's her stepdaughter doesn't really like her. Like, it, it feels like it's not enough being done to really make this kind of land, and it's just kind of like, all right, well, whatever, move on. Um... There's definitely room for improvement all the way up and down this movie. Uh, the music's not anything special, I think, which is kind of one of the things that really actively harms it. Because it's not like the, the, the music is adding to the production in any meaningful way. Um, which, adding, which, that alone would have made the movie a lot better. If the, movie, if the music was memorable. Um... There's just a lot that goes on here that I'm just like, well, I don't think we necessarily needed all of this to happen. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really care for the movie altogether. At one point toward the beginning where I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to turn this off and put on Phantom Menace. Which, 
should give you a testament of the quality of the movie where I'm like, you know, let me watch the worst Star Wars movie um, instead of, um, what's it called? Instead of the, what's it called? The, uh, this. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super, like, bullish on this. I'm not, I'm not, like, advocating that it's great. But it's also not offensively bad in a weird way. Where it's like, it's not like the movie is, is terrible. To the point where it's unwatchable. Like, there, there are still some enjoyable moments th- throughout the movie that make it at least somewhat... You know, there there are funny moments and there are things like that, but it's like the stakes don't feel matched up with the story it's trying to tell, which is always a problem. Um, and I think that at two hours, it's a little long. I, I, I would have gone an hour 40, and there's definitely room to cut to make this movie kind of fit in under two hours, um, where it's, it, it is it is going a little over where I would, where I would have cut. Um... But, yeah, I mean, Disenchanted is, is it's perfectly serviceable. I guess if you're a fan of Enchanted, you'll probably like this one. If you're not a fan, you probably won't like this one. It's one of those movies where it's like it's a sequel that's good for people who like it, um, but it's unlikely to change any minds of those who uh, who need to, what's it called, who, who want to get new people on board, which, you know, if you're, if you're doing a big production like this, you probably want to get more people on board. Um, I don't think it's exactly made the most palatable. I don't think they do enough with the 2D live-action kind of hybrid. I don't think that, you know, I think there's a lot that could be, you know, better explained and better laid out in a way to make the movie more enjoyable. But we will wrap up there for today. Um, So, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.